Thanks for tuning into What's an Adult, where I promise to keep the conversation honest and candid for young adults in their 20s. Now let's be real, we're all struggling to be adults, and so my hope for this podcast is that it will help you navigate through everything that life will inevitably throw at you during this defining decade. My name is Shania, and I've been staring at this pimple forming on my chin for the last 20 minutes. And so with that visual in your mind, let's just get into it. Okay, so many of us worry about not performing well enough at our jobs and not getting good enough grades or not having as much knowledge and experience as those around us. We worry about what others think of us and whether we fit in or stand out among our friends or colleagues or even just strangers on the street. And while this is common and to some degree normal of being an adult, some of us worry in ways that are completely irrational. We worry about not being good enough when we have evidence that proves otherwise. We irrationally ignore the evidence and continue thinking we're falling behind everyone else, even though there is no like definitive threshold of where everyone should be at our age. These irrational fears are part of something commonly known as imposter syndrome. And so that's kind of what this episode is going to be dealing with because I feel like imposter syndrome kind of completely encompasses what it means to be in your 20s. I feel like when you're going through these big transitional periods in your 20s, so whether it's like right after you graduate high school or right after you graduate university, you kind of get this idea built into your head that everyone that you know or like everyone around you um, kind of has their life mapped out for like the next five to ten years and they know exactly where they're going to be working, they know exactly like what direction they want their life to go into, whereas you yourself are just kind of like panicking, trying to figure out what you even want to eat for dinner that night. And I feel like this feeling just perfectly encapsulates what it means to be in your 20s because every day of being in your 20s is just one big, oh, what am I doing with my life kind of feeling. So yeah, I feel like if this podcast was kind of like an English class, then um, we would look at your 20s as a literature piece and say that the theme of your 20s is basically imposter syndrome. That was kind of a weird analogy, but you know what? We're going to go with it. So let's break it down and really get into what imposter syndrome means. Now, I don't know about you or how often you're talking about imposter syndrome in your everyday life, but at least for me, when I hear the term, I don't really know what it means. And, you know, I never want to ask people in conversation what it means because they all look like they know what they're talking about. And um, that is imposter syndrome, an example of it right there. It happens every day when I um, forget how to speak English and don't know what words mean. So turning to my handy online dictionary, aka Google, imposter syndrome is when you doubt your accomplishments and have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Those are very fancy words, but basically it is the inability to believe that your own success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of your own efforts or skills. So that is my plagiarized definition of what imposter syndrome is, thanks to the dictionary. But if I were to translate it into my own words, um, I'm going to do my best to not kind of repeat what they basically said, but I guess that's what defining a word is. To me, imposter syndrome is when you feel like you don't deserve the opportunities that are presented to you or that you don't deserve being recognized for a skill that you've done or like an accomplishment that you did. So I did a little bit of research just to really be able to understand imposter syndrome and how it's kind of grown into this feeling or phenomenon that thousands and thousands of people are feeling every day. And I kind of looked into how it develops because I feel like we have to really understand where it's coming from to kind of be able to target the root of the cause. So imposter syndrome can actually develop just from being a perfectionist and constantly striving to do better. Kind of in this way, it's like you're always trying to outdo yourself and feel like 
wherever you are at is not your best. And it can also stem from parents who were perfectionists and hold an unrealistic ideal of what performance looks like, especially when it can be measured, whether it's in grades or in activities or sports, um, just constantly feeling like you're being held to these standards and you know, if you get like a B in school, then you're not good enough to get an A. Or if you're more into the sports side, it can also come from coaches telling you that they know that you can do better. And that kind of reinforces the not good enough feeling that so many of us experience. And then lastly, it also comes from a place of insecurity and not believing in yourself or your worth. So all these attitudes and behaviors start melding together into this big dark ball of energy that just kind of sits on our chest. And the insecurities slowly start seeping out all throughout our lives after this. So one of the ways that imposter syndrome can show up is by keeping your talents a secret in fear of being judged by your peers and also to reduce your vulnerability. I guess the mindset behind this is that if people don't know about one of your talents or something that you're interested in, then they won't kind of look at you as being the expert in that field or as you being the person that they can turn to when they have questions or they want to showcase your talents and so in that sense you're prohibiting yourself from even feeling like an imposter. And another way that it shows up is by changing who you are so you fit in, meanwhile losing your unique identity. And I think this way really shows up in high school students or people in their early 20s because they're still trying to fit in with people and they, they're like not real entirely sure of who they are yet and so they don't want to stand out too much and be labeled as the weird one or the unique one or the one who doesn't fit in. And so you start changing yourself or as we mentioned in the last point, keeping your um, talents a secret. And then in that way, you kind of lose who you are in the process. One of the most common ways that it shows up in creative people's lives, um, and also in my own life, is by becoming an unproductive workaholic and just constantly editing your work so it matches your idea of perfect. And this also kind of ties in with the idea of being a perfectionist because in your mind, you might have this creative vision. And so when it actually translates onto paper or into whatever, artistic avenue you're interested in, it never really matches up with what is going on in your mind because obviously sometimes things happen and you don't have the necessary skill set to make your brain vision happen on the paper or whatever it is. And so you just kind of become entangled in this unhealthy circle where you're you want to create things but you can't create things because they don't match your own standards and so you just keep editing and editing until eventually you're just unhappy with it and you just feel like giving up and you have this huge like mental block and blah 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 blah. Can you tell that this is happening in my own life? And obviously there's many other ways that this feeling of being an imposter can show up in your life but for the sake of keeping this podcast short, the last point that I'm going to touch on is being judgmental of others and ourselves. And I think that this point really stems from a place of insecurity because often you'll be putting down people that you're jealous of or people that you think are better than you or people who are kind of in the same um, field as you. Now kind of translating everything that we've just talked to into my own life because this is my podcast and obviously I'm sitting in my room here talking to myself because I love talking about myself and hearing my voice. Um, let's talk about how I feel like an imposter in my own life. So when I was kind of reflecting on this, I kind of had a hard time pinning down where I don't feel like an imposter in my life. I feel like I'm generally a pretty confident person. And you know, I went through a very rough period in high school where I actually was very self-conscious and like had very low self-esteem. And so, and so over the years, you know, I've done a lot of work to kind of change my mindset and to grow as a person and to become comfortable with this being who I am now. But a few months ago, I actually realized that I had a hard time in believing in myself. 
which is kind of a total contradiction of me being a confident person. But I kind of realized that I don't believe in my own abilities or my own skill set because I have a very hard time of comparing myself to other people who are excelling in this and like doing amazing things in their field. And I like, I don't want you to worry about me or anything because like I know I'm talented, but I still compare myself to others, which was I think a very hard thing to not do when you're this age and when you're in your 20s. I also grew up doing a sport that was highly competitive and your success was measured on, by perfection and so that had a huge impact on my life and so as a result I am a very competitive person and I always compare myself to other people and I'll compare like grades in school and all that fun stuff and kind of just compare my success against the others around me. And like I don't want you to think that I don't completely believe in myself because I know that I am talented but I still compare myself to others which I feel like is a very easy thing for people in their early 20s to do is comparing their, themselves to others and so having this competitive nature just invigorates the imposter syndrome to a whole new level because when I look at someone else who has achieved something kind of in the realm that I am also in uh, maybe I need an example to make this make sense um, I think I'm going to explain this from a sports standpoint because I think that will be the easiest way to get my point across. So I grew up doing gymnastics and there, obviously there's like different levels of gymnastics and every time you master all of the skills in your level, you move up to the next level, which makes sense. It's like climbing the ladder, the ladder to success. Oh my god. Anyways, so when you kind of like master all of the skills in your level and you move up to the next level, it kind of feels trivial and like there's a new standard of success to constantly be striving for. And so in that way, it kind of makes you feel like you're never good enough, even though like obviously you're better than your friends who have never done a four roll in their life. Um, meanwhile, there you are flipping like a monkey all over the bars and stuff. But still, it feels like I guess when you compare yourself to the other people in the gymnastics community, especially in competitions, when you see how people are doing better than you, then it's very easy to make you feel like you're not um, good at the sport that you love and that you spend your young childhood life dedicated to. So that's kind of where I'm at with my life now with feeling like an imposter, but I'm not really sure when I started recognizing imposter syndrome in my own life. You know what? Just kidding. I think I actually do know. Beyond the scope of like feeling like everyone around me has their life figured out, the time when I started to really feel like an imposter syndrome was when I was applying to like real adult jobs once I had graduated university and not getting any interviews. Because I actually applied to probably roughly 35 jobs and got one interview out of all of those jobs. Meanwhile, some of my friends were getting more job interviews in the exact same industry that I was applying into, even though that they might not have applied to 35 jobs, maybe they applied to like 10 jobs and got like five interviews. I was still like, yo, what's up? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why isn't this working out for me? Like, we have the same education background, we have probably similar work experience up until this point, so what's up with that? And then again, kind of in the same year, some of my friends started pursuing their creative passions, and meanwhile there I was facing major creator's block and finding it very hard to create content, and kind of going back to the point that I mentioned in the beginning was I was just becoming stuck in this cycle of wanting to create things but not being happy with how the product was turning out or even to form ideas that I was happy in pursuing into creating into a final product. So basically what I'm trying to get at is that it's very hard finding people in their 20s or even older who feel like they aren't an imposter. 
because life is constantly throwing you curveballs and it's constantly learning how to deal with these things and how to work through them and how to achieve our goals and move past these roadblocks, etc, etc. I like to think of imposter syndrome as that game of whack-a-mole because whenever you start really feeling comfortable and accepting your accomplishments, this new goal comes up and it's just a never-ending circle of not being satisfied with where you are. Okay, actually I think the only part of that analogy that really matches up with whack-a-mole is the part where these new accomplishments are popping up in your life similarly to like how when you whack the mole's head, a new mole pops up for you to try to conquer. Graduating high school? Here, pick a university. Finally know what you want to study? Here's a degree. Go find a job. Have a career? Here's a relationship. Have a strong and solid relationship and just got a new promotion? Here, have a baby. Finally figured out how to balance work and family life? Here, have another baby. It's just a wild ride, guys. You better be buckled up and ready to drive through it because there is really no secret way to suddenly stop feeling like an imposter. It's just kind of something that you have to face head on and charge straight through the fire. I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is learning that feeling incompetent and actually being incompetent are very different things. Are you feeling overwhelmed because you actually don't have the proper skill set? Or are you overwhelmed because you're scared that you're going to disappoint someone? I think anytime you have the thought that, oh my god, I'm not good enough to deserve this opportunity or I don't deserve this recognition, just take a minute to ask yourself this question. Are you feeling overwhelmed because you actually don't have the proper skill set? Or are you overwhelmed because you're scared that you're going to disappoint someone? And I think that reflecting on that answer can help you kind of figure out your feelings and kind of help you calm down because boy oh boy, that's something that helps me. And then again, I think imposter syndrome does stem from insecurities of not believing in yourself. But learning to believe in yourself is very, very hard. And I can't remember where I heard this advice or who told it to me, but this is something that really resonates with me. So whenever someone offers you an opportunity, they're doing it because they believe in you and they believe you have the proper training and skills to achieve success. And by not trusting this person's judgment and saying no to their opportunity or turning it down, it's actually offensive to that person because it's like you're saying, no, how dare you be so stupid to ask me? So many people are rooting against you in the world and why be another one of them? Don't join in on this crowd. Like, be the person there supporting yourself and telling you that you can achieve your dreams and that you deserve this success. And I and to kind of wrap up this whole episode, I feel like imposter syndrome is largely viewed as a negative thing, but I feel like if we just change our mindset just a tad and, you know, just flip the feeling around and try to view it as a positive thing, I really do feel like viewing imposter syndrome as a positive rather than a negative can help you in life because by owning up to not being good at something, it can make you feel less tense and less nervous. And um, I know this is actually kind of a thing that they tell people who are more introverted is that to take like improv classes or acting classes, because when they can kind of just be silly and kind of let loose, it can really let their insecurities or like anxiety take a breath and like allow them to kind of grow into this person and to just be crazy and get their feelings and actions all out onto the plate. And it's great. And so that is the end of the very first episode of What's an Adult. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope that you guys learned a little bit about being an imposter, how do you kind of see it in your life, and how to reflect on it, and I hope that this helps you with your 20s somehow. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date on new episodes, and I will catch up with you guys next week. Bye!